0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. I'm Dr. Billy J. Minton, along with my mom, Evelyn. Mom, how are you this evening? I'm just fine. I have just had a good day. I have uh, laid a
1: man rest, getting ready to go to work in the morning, and I've watched TV, and,
0: and I've just had a good day. Yes, we have. We have had an awesome day, and uh, I brought you all some fresh-baked homemade brownies. Oh, yes. You just told me about it, and she makes the best brownies you've ever ate. Well, thank you, Mom. I've had restaurants try to um, let me put them in their uh, restaurant, and I just tell them no. I don't blame you. I just keep my good old brownies to myself. Well, you'll see one day. I'm probably going to have a nice surprise for people uh, when it comes to brownies and a few other things I make. So that's all I'll say about that right now. Oh, yeah. You're just such a good cook, and I love all the things you cook. Well, thank you, Mom. So are you, and the only reason I'm a good cook is because of you. Oh, yeah, but uh, I I love to just sit back and let you do the cooking and enjoy it. Well, thank you, because I do enjoy cooking for you, and it's very therapeutic, and I always listen to some beautiful music while I cook. And those brownies, I have been making those homemade brownies. Um, I made that recipe up. I'm trying to think. I think I was about 17 years old, so it's been a long time since I've been making those brownies. Yes, those brownies are
1: delicious, and I love those other cookies you make. I think they're sugar cookies,
0: or they taste sort of like that, but everyone loves them, too. I'll make you some of those next. I call them sugar cookies, but they actually taste like shortbread cookies, kind of. And they, when I cut them, I cut them into squares. And so they're really neat looking, aren't they? Oh, yes. And the kids,
1: well, they'd eat got sick if I'd give them to them. They're just really, really good.
0: They are. They're not too sweet, but they're just right. And they're very light. They're good, aren't they? Oh, yes. Yes, they are. Yeah, those are my favorite cookies. Well... um. I was thinking maybe we could talk about a topic and what I call it, and it's kind of a deep topic, but the best way I could describe what I want to talk about is the soul will absorb what is true. Oh, that sounds like a good topic. It is, and you know, you and I never know what we're talking about when we sit down to talk. It just kind of comes to us, and so that's kind of what came to my head today. Oh, yeah, we never know what we're talking about till we start talking. Well, you know, when we think about something in the world, if we think about it long enough, we usually end up living it, don't we? Yes, we do. So this concept, it really became true for me uh, when I became 50 years old. I had spent my entire life growing up without a dog, and it's because I've had allergies to cats and certain dogs and a few other animals. And even though I wanted a dog, it just really didn't seem like it was in the cards for me, did it? No, it didn't. We just didn't have dogs or
1: cats uh, uh, when you kids grew up because, uh, well, you was in school, you was playing games, and I was working, and and it, it
0: we just couldn't uh, take care of them, too. Yeah, we really didn't have time for that. Now, my oldest sister, Linda, she loves cats to the same degree that she despises mice. Oh, that Linda. She, she'd pick up a cat everywhere and
1: take it home, take it to the vet, give it shots. i never seen anyone love a cat like, like she does.
0: Well, when Linda got married and moved out of our family home, she had cats as pets. And Linda knew that if she had cats at her house, that she'd never uh, encounter a mouse. That's true. That's just the way she was. Yes, she doesn't like mice. Well, who does? But anyway, she liked uh, rescuing a kitten or a cat. And I remember once I tried to play with this little gray kitten she had, and what a mistake. It just tore my allergies to pieces. And I won't go into details, but I knew right then that I needed to just forget about it and stay away from cats. Oh, yeah. I just never did have a cat
1: in the house because of you for one reason, and the other reason we just couldn't take care
0: of them. Well, this wasn't a big deal to me since I preferred dogs anyway. However, I would have rather had the choice of not having a cat rather than just needing to avoid contact with them because of my health. Oh, yes. But you
1: you favor dogs uh, now a lot more than anything. That's
0: true. So the first time that I found out that I was allergic to cats was when I went next door. I was just a little kid, and I wanted to see if one of my friends could come outside and play. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. I was young, tiny, and I was wearing this little outfit, and it had shorts and a matching tank top, and there was this enormous cat sitting on a ledge to the right of my friend's front door. Yes, I remember that. Well, I had to almost come within a hair of touching the tip of that cat's nose to ring the doorbell, and that cat did not belong to the neighbors, but we saw it a lot in our area, and we had nicknamed this cat Old Yellow Bag. Oh, yes, I remember that. Mom, that cat weighed at least 25 pounds, and it was yellow with orange stripes and, or rings around its body, and that was one of the biggest and scariest cats I'd ever seen or had been that close to before. Yes, it was. It was real large. Well, when I reached my little arm up to ring the doorbell of the neighbor, old yellow bag jumped on top of me, and I must have startled him. And maybe he was asleep. <laughs> I'm not sure. But I landed on the ground flat on my back and old yellow bag was making loud noises, scratching my skin, ripping my little sunsuit that I was wearing into shreds. I was bleeding from the scratches and I had dirt all over my back from landing on the ground. And you remember I just ran next door home to you crying. Oh yeah, you didn't it just it just scared me. Well, I think I was only about six years old and you know, you were in the front yard running toward me with your arms out and to rescue me and the whole cat fight with Yellow Bag happened so fast, there was really nothing that you could have done to prevent it, Mom. And, uh, you know, you got me all cleaned up and checked out. And, uh, you know, that fat cat had torn my skin up. And you being a nurse, you wanted to make sure I didn't get an infection from old Yellow Bag. Oh, yeah. I, I, I fixed you up and, you know, and
1: did all the scratches and everything. So you, you was fine.
0: And, you know, over the years, um, I didn't mean to, like, get off on that cat thing. I just wanted to tell you that story because it came to my mind. But uh, off and on over the years, the idea of having a dog was really dreamy to me. Just a, It was just as dreamy to me as someone that was thinking about becoming an astronaut and traveling to Mars or the moon. I knew it could be remotely possible, but I really wasn't sure that it would happen. Oh, yeah. But it did, didn't it? Yes, December 2015, God was speaking to my core about having a dog, and His voice caused me to fantasize and explore that idea a little bit deeper, so I started doing some research on different types of dogs. I knew nothing about having or taking care of animals, and ultimately, I kept researching, and I discovered that Yorkshire Terriers, which they also called Yorkies, had hair that was almost just like humans. Oh, yeah. And they are the cutest things. And, you know, the literature said that they were um, considered to be hypoallergenic. But, you know, sometimes that word doesn't mean anything because if you're really allergic to something just because they call it hypoallergenic, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be allergic for sure. It just says that you have a less chance of being allergic to it.
1: Yes, that's right. So you have to, you know, try it out or investigate it before,
0: before you uh, buy it or use it. Well, after praying about the idea of having a dog as a pet that December, I really felt convicted by God to go for it. So I decided that, you know, this this was my first time, so it it was going to be successful. The last thing that I wanted was for a dog and me to become attached to each other and then have to part ways because I was allergic to it. So that really scared me. Yes, it did, but you you just wanted one so bad so you went ahead and and uh, and and got some. You know, that would have been like giving up a child to me and I didn't want to be in that situation. And I knew that if I was able to have a dog, that it was going to be a lot of work and that I had a lot to learn. Boy, I'll tell you, you you sure have. So You know, although deep down I would have liked to have rescued a dog, but it wasn't my best option because I needed a specific dog. I needed it to be a full-bred Yorkie because of the research that I had done about the likelihood of me being compatible with that dog because of my allergies. Oh, yes, you sure are. Those dogs, they love you. They don't want you out of their sight. That's the truth. So I started looking, and I had a friend that had a place, and um, I looked at the Yorkies he had available. Oh, I knew their name the minute I saw them. I looked at this one little little Yorkie, and I said, that's Ridge. And then I looked at the next one's picture, and I picked them out of a whole bunch. I said, that's my little boy, Blue. Oh, yeah, they're so sweet. And I told the owner, I said, listen, if I don't get those specific pups— I showed him their faces. I said, those are my boys, and they need to come home. And if I don't get those specific ones, I'm not getting anything. Oh, yes, you did, but you ended up getting them. Yes, I did. And, you know, I picked out Ridge first because he's the first one I saw. But my instincts, nobody had ever told me this, but my instincts told me that Ridge had to have a playmate. And so I saw Blue, and he looked so playful. And he had these little tan Uh, circles on his cheeks, and it was just so cute. Oh, yeah, they're just little dolls. So I told everybody um, that they were going to meet Blue and Ridge um, on Monday, December the 21st, 2015, and they were so small, and Ridge was a little bit smaller and weaker than Blue, and everybody fell in love with my boys instantly. So God sent me both a miracle and a blessing simultaneously. Boy, he did, and I tell you what,
1: you are so attached to those little dogs, and they're attached to you, so uh, y'all just really a happy family.
0: Yes, and Blue and Ridge look a lot alike, but they have such different personalities. Ridge is sweet, but he's very vocal about everybody, and he, he will meet, you know, he will tell you his demands for food and attention. He's a communicator, and he likes being out in the sunshine where it's warm, and then Blue... He's real deeply loving, and he wants to kiss and hug a lot, and he enjoys the shade, and he really secretly wishes that I was the only human on the earth. Yes, that blue, no,
1: Ridge, he is scared of paper bags or anything. If he sees something, he,
0: he barks and barks at it. Right, but if he sees my purse or something like that, he doesn't mind. But Ridge doesn't like anything that he's not sure about. Boy,
1: he don't. But that blue, uh, he, he just doesn't do anything. He, he just
0: used to everything. He don't care. He just wants to kiss everything. Yeah. So they're both very attached to, to my mom, too, aren't they, Mom? Oh, yeah. I feed them
1: cookies, and they'll get in my lap and sit down and go to sleep. And they're just wonderful
0: little dogs. Yeah, we call their little treats cookies. And so Blue and Ridge, they love blankets and chicken and carrots and the cookies and their nanny. And I really believe that God allowed my soul to absorb what was true. The truth that I could have Blue and Ridge and be compatible together.
1: Oh, yeah. It was just so for you get those little dogs and then
0: now and tell them about the next two. Oh, Yes. So a little time went went by, a couple of years, and I just decided that they needed a little sister. So I called my friend, and I went to see, and um, I, I picked out Paige, and I knew I was going to bring Paige home. And Paige had a sister, and um, well, her name wasn't Paige, but I was calling her Paige. That's what I wanted to name her. And um, she had a sister, and I said, there's no way I'm going to separate those two girls. So I just said, I'm going to get them both. So I named Paige, Paige, and her sister, Fox. Oh, yeah. That little Paige, she is the sweetest
1: little thing. Well, Fox is not lovable like Paige, but they're both just
0: little dolls. Yes. Um, mm. Fox is real independent, but she's very attached to me and loving, and she's an athlete. She can jump and do things that the other three just... I mean, it's amazing what she can do. And uh, Paige is just a little princess. She... um just, you know, wants to love and lay in your lap. And I can just walk in another room, and she looks at me like, Mama, please don't leave me. Paige is five pounds. Fox is six pounds. And Blue and Ridge are each 12 pounds. Oh, boy. They're about the right size, though. Yeah, they're all full grown. They're not going to get any bigger. And Paige is just so little.
1: Yes, she is. And she's so cute. And look at you. So lovely, doesn't she?
0: Oh, Yes. <clears throat> And you know, I wrote a song about uh, Blue and Ridge and Paige and Fox, called the Blue Ridge Tender Pup Song. And you love it, don't you, Mom? Oh, yes, I do. I love that song. Now I haven't released it yet, but it's—I've uh, got a really great uh, song, and um, it's already been recorded, but I have not released it. Also, Mom, you and I started the Blue Ridge Tender Pups children's series, and each book in the Blue Ridge Tender Pups series is very different, and our pups are in there, Blue Ridge, and Champ's in one of them, and Layla, and uh, there's Rudy the squirrel, and, you know, all kinds of people, but uh, I love our children book series called Blue Ridge Tender Pups, don't you?
1: Oh, yes, I read them uh, all the time to these little kids here, uh, little Ben and the and, uh, Kendall. Kindle, and they love them books. Kendall carries one around with her about all the time. And the latest one that came out,
0: oh, it is so sweet and I love it. Yes, it's called Blue Ridge Tender Pups uh, Brothers and Sisters. And it's a baby book. And it actually teaches children opposites. Like, you know, maybe one puppy likes a bath and the other puppy likes to get dirty. You know, it helps children identify the difference between opposites. How how animals can be opposite but still love each other and be friends. Oh yes, those children. Uh, I don't think
1: there's there's any child that wouldn't like those books because they're just so
0: uh, colorful and and just really wonderful to to read. That's true, Mom. The colors in those books are so vibrant. I have a lot of friends that give them to their uh, family members as gifts. Um, people, if they're listening to this podcast, uh, I'm not trying to sell you a book. I'm just letting you know where they're available if you want to get them. You can go to Amazon.com. You can type in Billy Minton Books, and it'll pull up my books. Or you can go to BlueRidgeMoments.com. Uh, So BlueRidgeMoments.com is the author page that Mom and I have. It's our author website, and you'll see our books on there. So uh, BlueRidgeMoments.com or Amazon.com to find our books. But, uh, you know, sometimes I tell myself that it took so long to have pups because my soul was waiting for the season for Blue Ridge Fox and Page to be born. Well, the people uh, around here, if they want a book,
1: uh, we have
0: some at the office uh,
1: that we could uh, sell you.
0: That's true, Mom. I forgot about that. We have a really nice glass uh, case of books, and it keeps them really nice and keeps all the dust off of them. And I love that bookcase we have, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. It's so pretty and keeps the
1: books nice and clean. So, you know, I've had people come in and buy books. And and so if they need any or want any, well, they can come to their office.
0: Yeah, I also, uh, Jesse and I just mailed out a bunch of books last week to people that didn't want to get them online. They wanted me to write in them and mail them, and that's what we did. Oh, yeah, that's that's what a lot of people want. So, um, you know... All I can say is, hey, hallelujah for, uh, you know, the Lord allowing me to be able to have Blue
1: Ridge, Page, and Fox. Oh, yeah. That's, That's just a wonderful, wonderful thing that He gave you.
0: They're at home right now waiting on me. And I tell you, it breaks my heart to leave them, Mom. I don't like to leave them for five minutes, but once in a while, you know. I have to, but most of the time I have a babysitter for them. But in my mind, they are just like little tiny babies. Oh, yeah. They hate so bad. They'll go
1: to the door and just just look out and uh, just stand there and, and sit
0: till you come back. I know. They really have my heart, and they've been so much company to me, and they've just changed my life, Mom. Oh, I know they have. You just love those little pups. So... You know, for everybody listening to our podcast, a question that I'd like to pose to you would be, what truth has your soul absorbed? Or what truth did your soul absorb? So my truth that my soul absorbed was about being able to actually uh, have the faith to try to have um, little dogs as pets. And I had faith and I went for it. I listened to God in the core of my body. And he allowed me to be able to have them. Oh, that is wonderful, Billy. I'm so glad you had those dogs. Thank you, Mom. Um, this makes me think of a Bible verse. It's John chapter 17, verse 17. And it says, Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. That is so beautiful. Yes, it is. Mom, I love this podcast. Now, I will say this, we've been a lot more calm today. Yesterday, I laughed so hard that I could barely even get through that podcast, but I loved it. Today was just really uh, a Sunday calm and talking about what our soul will absorb that's true. Oh, yeah. I love this one.
1: And then sometimes I like to be uh, cheerful and life a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. You're the feistiest lady I know. I try to be. You're wonderful, Mom. Well, I just want to tell you uh, how much I appreciate you doing this podcast with me, and I look forward to our next one. And I hope you have a great night, and I've enjoyed spending time with you. Enjoy your brownies. God bless you. I love you, Mom, and bye for now. I love you, Billy, and God bless you, and bye
1: for now.